Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and it's happened. Tiger Woods has made his captain's picks for this year's President's Cup, and I've got Kyle Porter on the line to break it down. Kyle, what'd you think out of the gate? What's your, like, 10,000-foot view of uh, Tiger's Tiger's team? Yeah, apparently we have a nightly podcast now. This will come out on uh, on Friday. Well, it actually come out late Thursday night, but... Uh, we've just been grinding over the the President's Cup a, uh, a month out. You know, I uh, I thought his choices were really good. I don't I don't know that there were any like big surprises, but I thought that in a nuanced way, I, I was kind of glad that he went with the guys that he did. I, I think you could have gone, you could have gone Ricky. I guess you could have gone Spieth. You could have gone Kisner. Kisner would have been fun. But I thought he made the right choices, and I mean, it, it's to me, it's a little bit of semantics. Uh, you pointed this out on Twitter. Like, I think almost every guy on the U.S. team is ranked ahead of every guy on the international team. Yeah, Maybe. it's it's, Kuchar, not, it's not almost every guy. It is every guy. I thought Kucher had dropped out of that, but but maybe not. Um, uh, so either way, either way, it's crazy. It's a crazy number. So. Some of this is like, look, you can pick like Braden Thornberry and whoever and, you know, Norman Jong, and you're still going to win the President's Cup. So uh, some of it doesn't matter, but uh, I do think that he made the right choices. Yeah, and no, Kyle, you are absolutely right. Correction to uh, Twitter.com, Matt Kuchar is the 22nd ranked player in the world. So Kuchar is the only guy who does not uh, rank higher than Adam Scott, who comes in at number 17 in the world. So yeah, we, we are gonna, we're going to break this down just like we did uh, last night for, for Ernie's picks. But before we do that, probably should cover the format of the President's Cup a little bit. Uh, there have been a few changes over the years, and there's one small change this year that I think could uh, be quite impactful for specifically the U.S. team. So very quickly on the format, um, most of us know at this point 12 players on each team, and there's 30 matches over four days. So it is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Thursday and Friday will each be uh, five matches of either foursomes or four-ball. Saturday is the busy day where you get four sessions in the morning, four sessions in the afternoon, and then Sunday is what you had mentioned uh, last night, Kyle. It, it always feels like there's there's plenty of play left in this thing come Sunday because it's 12 singles matches and a lot of points up for grabs. There's, you know, we, we've seen some pretty lopsided President Cups uh, in in the past, but but it seems to always have some type of life in it on Sunday. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, like we, we, I mentioned this during the international, so much of that is because it, it feels like, well, if the, it's, you know, we do the thing where it's like, if these seven guys go out and have great, great front nines, anything could happen. And then you yeah, get you know what a it situation always is? like, it's, 
it's always hard. It's always a situation where um, they they show the flags, right? And they, they list all the 12 matches, yeah. and they're like all three holes in, and there's five flags on one side and yeah. zero flags on the other, and everyone's like panicking. And I'm like, oh, my God, they're actually going to have this comeback. So it feels it feels like there's a lot of life in it at all times. Yeah, and everybody's like one up through three, and you're like, right. well, that that might not be sustainable. So no, it's it, it's fun. You know, I did see somebody. I forgot who put this out there, but you know, it's it's. I think this Presidents Cup, and I didn't even think about this, but with the travel that this U.S. Uh, team has, all of the uh, almost all of them, if not all of them, are going to be uh, in the Bahamas the week before playing in Tiger's event. So they're gonna. It, it's going to be a weird week for them getting over there, getting adjusted. And in the last, I think it was something like the last three or four real kind of road games, so to speak, for, for the U.S. and the President's Cup, they've actually lost a couple. And uh, and by real road, like like going all the way to Australia, that's a real thing. And so I think that part of it is actually interesting. But like you said, I mean, it, they're just so overwhelmingly better that they just kind of have to play like the kind of golf that they normally play. And it would take a like everybody playing out of their minds for the international team for it to even be close. Yeah, it, it certainly seems that way on paper. Um, you mentioned that flight and, and Tiger actually mentioned it quite a bit. He, he spoke a lot about his physical conditioning and, you know, the only worries that he has for himself personally is getting over to Australia coming from the Hero World Challenge. And there's actually a new rule this year that actually might benefit Tiger in which this is the first year that uh, each golfer is only going to have to play one match prior to the singles matches. So in the past, he would have, or any player would have had to have played two matches prior to the singles. So if if something really does go wrong with a tiger and his and his glutes aren't activating or whatever it might end up being, um, you know, he could really just kind of uh, place himself on the bench if if necessary, and he and he would only have to play one match, which I think is, or but before the, the the Sunday singles, which I think is kind of an interesting tidbit where it, it even gives this USA team that probably doesn't even need more flexibility and an advantage, even more flexibility and maybe an advantage. Yeah, for sure. Is, uh, is everybody, is, uh, is Kepka playing the hero? You know, I, th- I don't know I if he, we, I, I think he's not, I think he, I think there were like two or three guys. Kepka is just going to, if he plays in the, in the president's cup, he's just going to be posted up on Australia. Just, yeah. just looking to go like five. He'll probably try to lobby to play like seven matches. Actually, if <laughs> if uh, if play play multiple singles matches. Now, I I think that's a good point. And it, yeah, it's just uh, it's difficult for me to envision a world in which, like I said uh, on our previous pod, like CT Pan and Joaquin Neiman are taking down Justin Thomas and Patrick Cantlay in match play. Yeah, I agree with you. So let's let's jump into. Uh, the picks and we'll I'll just go in the order that 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 Tiger made them and he kind of I thought he pulled the suspense out right at the start announcing that Tony Finau was his first captain's pick um, I, th- I think we nailed this one Kyle and I mean art when we talked last night for the international we said okay what's your what's the final picks that we're going to go with we were really kind of up in the air between Tony Finau and Ricky Fowler it ends up being Tony Finau who will be making his President's Cup debut we've seen him play in the Ryder Cup, he was 2-1-0 in 2018, paired with Brooks both times in his uh, team matches. 
Finau's a really interesting guy. We talked that he can get hot at times. I think he's able um, to be paired quite a bit with a lot of different golfers. Is is there anyone that either stands out that you think you should you should play Tony with, or how do you feel about him just being a member of this team over some of the guys like Kisner, Fowler, even Kevin Na? Well, I th- I thought it was the right choice. Um, you know, I. I... It was tough because I think I think a lot of people were saying Fowler. I saw uh, Nolan up was tweeting about Spieth. There's a lot of different ways you could go. That's none insane. of them. None, <laughs> well, we can get to that. None of them are necessarily wrong. But I I thought Finau was a really I thought Finau was a really smart choice. I mean he he baptized uh, Tommy Fleetwood last year in Paris yep. six, six six and four, four on Sunday. <laughs> And yep. and and he got paired with uh, I think it was Kepka earlier in the week they won together, and then I think him and somebody else maybe it might have been Kepka again lost to uh, Rory and Sergio. So uh, he was he was really good last year at Paris at a time when you couldn't say that about a lot of American guys. And I thought I thought what Tiger said about him was spot on, where he said, "Look, like everybody wants to play with Tony," and I think that's true because he's he's a great player. Every part of his game is is good and. You know, he's also somebody who's just very like he's never in a bad mood. He's so affable. Right. He's so like he's just easy to play golf with. And that's the kind of guy, you, you, you know, he's easier to pair than somebody like even like a Cantlay who seems a little bit more merc- mercurial than than some of the other guys. He's just he he is so uh, flexible and, and, and pliable. You can kind of plug him in anywhere. Yeah, I, I really like the attitude that Tony Finau brings to the course. I like that he can get scorching. Uh, That's one of the things that we've talked about. I don't think it was last night. It was probably earlier in the week where you kind of want guys who can just get absolutely hot. He's had a a pretty good run in match play. He ran into a couple of buzzsaws at the WGC event. His, His two losses this past year were Ian Poulter and Kevin Kisner, and and we know what Poulter does in match play, and Kisner went on to actually win the thing, so he ran into a little bit of a buzzsaw being in that group uh, this season. But yeah, I I really like what Tony Finau brings to the team, and I think you can pair him with someone who is uh, a little bit uh, a little bit more loose off the tee, which kind of leads me to Tiger's second pick, which he revealed to be Patrick Reed. Um, Patrick Reed, obviously, you know he's got the Captain America moniker. He is like the match play guru that we kind of run out there uh, year in and year out and Patrick Reed's probably not as parable which I think this is what the the most interesting conversation around Patrick Reed is Kyle because he's played 16 um, sessions basically in team formats between the President's Cup and the Riders Cup and 12 of the 16 he's played with Jordan Spieth and there is no Jordan Spieth this year so who do you play with Patrick Reed knowing everything that we know about him? You know who he's going to play with? Tiger. Justin Thomas. Mm. Why? They they had that thing at the end of the Open this year where they were paired together, and they're, like, high-fiving, and you're, like, <laughs> like Spieth is, like, the jilted, like, ex-girlfriend. Oh, right. You're he's, like, like the, thir- right, the third wheel. <laughs> uh, I, I really think that could happen. I mean, so, so JT, I love the JT-Ricky pairing two years ago at uh, Liberty National. I thought that was awesome. I thought they were really good together. JT Spieth, if Spieth, I I should say, I think when Spieth figures it out, I I just think they are, they're so good and they're going to be awesome in Ryder Cups together. But I I love a JT Reed look at at this President's Cup. I was thinking about Reed, Rick. I 
I think that I think some people were a little surprised that Tiger would go with him over even I, I know we're gonna go back to Fowler a lot, but like Fowler's galvanizing and Reed is polarizing. Yeah. Is there a world in which in which Tiger kind of enjoys the fact that Reed like doesn't doesn't care and like went like scorched earth <laughs> after the Ryder Cup last year? Because for twenty years everybody's just hero worship Tiger and all of a sudden this guy who's like won six times on tour, granted he's won the Masters is like, yeah, that, you know, like basically threw Tiger under the bus after the Ryder Cup. Is there a world in which Tiger actually enjoyed that? Yeah, yes. Uh, 1000%. Listen, if this was the WWE, Ti- Tiger is a heel. <laughs> like he is not like, like, let's be very clear. Like for a very long time, um, he just absolutely struck fear in everyone's heart. He was a cold blooded assassin. Only in the most like recent version of Tiger have we seen him like smile on a golf course. He's mentioned his kid. Like it's just like a different version now that Tiger's a little older and he's got children. But like this guy's cold blooded. And I think he really likes someone who is able you know like he doesn't mind he like it's kind of like the kobe the mamba mentality it's like go win like just do whatever it takes go win and patrick reed has done an absolute ton of that over his over his uh match play career and and team team events he's been he's been awesome so yeah i think tiger absolutely loves it and i think it's a pretty solid pick yeah i do too reed's been playing kind of sneaky really good golf i forgot that he won the northern trust i don't know how i forgot feels that. like a year it I th- feels like 10 years ago I think I remember that Spieth finished T6 before I remember that Reed won. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, that was the right pick, like two for two so far. Yeah, I agree. Um, before we jump into the rest of Tiger's picks, let's take a quick break and we'll get to the third and fourth guys here on the other side. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply. All right, and we're back. We've covered Tony Finau. We've covered Patrick Reed as the first two captain's picks for Captain Tiger Woods. And his third pick, uh, this, this to me, out, outside of, you know, maybe himself we had talked about gary woodland as being one of the locks to make this team and it was so much of a lock kyle that he actually was in the building sitting next to tiger woods uh for this for this announcement in tiger's restaurant so gary uh, is going to be a rookie in this event um according to our, our our buddy adam sarson who does unbelievable work about keeping match play records uh woodland is 10 5 and 1 in his match play career just a really great ball striker i mean th- this 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 feels right to have the U.S. Open champion uh, on this team, and and Gary absolutely deserves this. Or am I way off here? No, I agree, and I, I'm actually really excited about seeing him play in this kind of event. He seems like the kind of guy. I mean, one of the things that the U.S. has lacked, not necessarily at the Presidents Cup, but just in general, is uh, just uh, fervor, excitement. Um, you know, and he's not going to be a guy that's like running around the greens like you know, like uh, Pepsi, like Keegan's caddy with the flag <laughs> at the at the uh, whatever Ryder cup that was 12 or whatever, but he's somebody who brings a lot of, I mean, I, I he just seems like somebody who's going to be like up for the moment. Like the moment, I, I mean, I walked with him at, at uh, pebble. The moment was not too big for him. Like he was jacked up for it. And I want to see like he, he wants the ball so to speak. And I want to see him in that kind of arena because I think he's somebody that could be a real piece at the Ryder cup next year. His, his, 
his career trajectory has been has been really good and really consistent. And uh, you know, I, I know he struggled a little bit after the U.S. Open, but he played great in Asia. And uh, he he's just I don't know. I'm really excited about seeing him in this format. Yeah, I, I'm not concerned at all about that little lull after winning your first career major. I feel like we see that all the time. It is it is common. I'm I'm thrilled that he's getting his game back in shape here. He's such a good ball striker. I was trying to think about who we could pair him with, and uh, even when I went back to hey, who can you pair Patrick Reed with? Who can you pair Pat, uh, Gary Woodland with? Just looking at it from a kind of a, st- a statistical standpoint or a weakness and a, a strength standpoint. This USA team is a plethora of riches, man. So if you if you want to get Gary Woodland with a with a really good putter, you've got Webb Simpson on this team. You've got Patrick Cantlay mm. on this team. Both are just like really solid um, on the greens, and Gary can get you there in a big way. So I don't know if you have a a partner of choice for for Gary Woodland. What are you thinking here? Well, I'd like to see Woodland and Tiger for the all trage pairing. <sighs> That would be sick. Got a, um, I, I'm pretty sure they have a bromance. Did you, okay, so like they were all buddy buddy <laughs> in the final round at um uh where was it Zozo I guess and like even yeah. like he he shows up at at Tiger like and and every time there was like a question they'd kind of like smirk at each other like there was an inside joke that I swear these guys have a bromance and I think that they might play together over there. Well, they share. Yeah, I actually could see that to tell you the truth. They shared. I don't know if they still share an agency, but I know they were both with Excel and Tiger still is obviously. Uh, but I don't know if Woodland still is. So I think they, they had that connection along with JT and Kuchar. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think Woodland Tiger would be a lot of fun. I think I think I'd like to see Woodland with somebody like. Uh, and I kind of mentioned this earlier, like Cantlay or, or a Xander, who those guys are not going to get real high or real low. And I think Woodland could provide a little juice to somebody, somebody like that in a pairing. I, I get, I, and I know you're more about like, you know, what, what is the data in terms of putting and driving and, and yep. strokes and approach and all that stuff. I get more into the, like, what are the, um, you know, like what's the emotional, uh, like meshing, like how do they mesh together mm-hmm. emotionally? That's, that's, uh, it, strokes, strokes gained club slams. Uh, Kyle, that's, that's, <laughs> that's that. <laughs> so I would like to see, I think, I think, uh, I don't know, like Xander Woodland, I think would be, would be super interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll be very honest with you. There, there, when we looked at the international guys and those pairings, a lot of them were very natural, whether it was literally nationalities and, and language barriers or, hey, this game and, and this other guy's game, they would fit well. The, the U.S. team, I hate to keep saying this, is so stacked. Like you could almost make a case for a lot of these guys just be like you could randomly pair these guys and probably get away with it. But I like where you're at. You know, because you know, you see what's what's going on there out there on the course, and these guys, there really is a much bigger mental aspect and a, and a meshing aspect to this format and this tournament than probably any other format that we see, right? They should they should just let Phil pull two names out of a hat, <laughs> and that's and that's the parent. Which, which, by the way, how about this? How about the sneaky like sort of underhanded Tiger ending Phil's team play streak? Like and I, I and I get it. Like he can't pick him. Like he he's not worthy of a pick. Right. But I thought it was it was just interesting that it's like the 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 tournament that it ends at is the one that Tiger's the captain. 
Yeah, which is just like the you know epitome of Phil's career, never being able to get to the number one spot because Tiger was always in, <laughs> always in the way, and then he just finally finally ends it for you. Do you think he called Phil? I mean, he he had mentioned that he called you know obviously called Ricky Fowler. He said he made about five phone calls. Phil must have you know Phil's a betting guy, right? The, the betting odds are he was not going to make this team. You think Tiger uh, laid a phone call on him? Nah, I bet a text. I think he was like on the. I think he was so far on the fringe like that it was Snapchat. more like, yeah, more like, uh, yeah. Uh, sorry, bro. I not you know you can come pull names out of a hat, but that's about it. Got it. All right, so that leaves us with uh, the final uh, captain's pick for Captain Tiger Woods, and 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 Tiger continued to play this captain versus player. Tiger Woods, he picks himself, talked about himself in the third person for uh, a minute, which was a little weird, but otherwise this was absolute lock of the century, uh, you know, greatest golfer to probably ever walk the face of the earth, 24, 15, and 1 in President's Cup, coming off a win just a handful of weeks ago at the Zozo, absolutely necessary that he was going to be on this team, but what I what I took away from this the most, and, and you kind of already alluded to it, Kyle, this, this is a real trip, this is a real uh, trip to Australia going from the Hero World Challenge where uh, it's a haul and Tiger spoke about that aspect of it over and over and over again and and he really wanted and to whether he's lying or not he said that you know he he wasn't sure if he was going to pick himself um, even before the Zozo because he wanted to see how his body reacted to the flight to Japan and if he was a little uncertain about that going to Japan he he might be a little uncertain about that going to Australia so obviously he's on the team but I think there's a situation where he does not play that much whether they don't need him or whether his 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 he just doesn't have to risk five days in a row or four days in a row and I think we could see very little of the playing version of Tiger Woods yeah, I, I agree. And, you know, normally I don't get real fired up about Tiger at these team events. I think I think we sort of overrate. I mean, even last year, I, I remember I was at uh, I was at the PGA and I tweeted out that I'd rather see Finau than Tiger on the Ryder Cup team. And I just got ratioed into the solar oh, system. I mean, it was just <laughs> it was unbelievable. Um but then Tiger goes out and what do you go? Oh, and three or oh, and four at the, at the Ryder cup. But I do think, I, I think the the part that I'm, I actually am excited about is just the, the playing and captaining tiger. I think that's a, that's such a unique thing that we haven't really seen and doesn't happen and probably won't happen. And I think that part of it is uh, it's going to be cool. And I, th- I, I honestly, I think that will give, I think some people are looking at it like, I mean, I agree with you about the travel part, but I think the part that will give him energy, give him life is being the captain. Like I I think he enjoy, I think he genuinely enjoys that. And it's almost like, it's almost like it takes the pressure off of playing. And I think it will give him a little juice going into the matches that he does play. Yeah. I I think the other takeaway that I had uh, from this is when they talked to Tony Finau when they talked to Gary Woodland and they, there was these interview questions, they both kind of said over and over again, we're excited to play for tiger, um, which on the surface is like, oh, that's great. They're they're amped up for their captain. But you have to remember, I mean, Tiger's been so relevant and so good for so long. These guys literally grew up watching him and literally grew up idolizing him. So I, I wonder if it's kind of awkward for Tiger to sit there and hear that. I'm sure he hears it all the time. But these guys are legitimately you know, playing for a team that is captained by their hero. And and you could see it on their faces. And I think they're going to be all super amped. I imagine this locker room is just going to be, you know, turned up to 11 constantly. 
Yeah, I think that's been one of the underrated parts about the last few team events, whether that's Liberty National, whether that's uh, Hazeltine, whatever, is like when Tiger – and this was my point about Finau over Tiger because I think Tiger – I think he holds more value as a, as a captain or a vice captain than he does as a player just because what you're saying is correct. Like those guys, they will do anything he says, and, he, and he's really yeah. smart – about that stuff and he's really good about it and I just I, I think his value there and especially you know this time around I think his value as a captain as a leader far exceeds what he whatever he can or can't do on the course there there will certainly be no second guessing of his pairings uh, maybe like Jim Furyk might have seen but yeah I I think they are just going to be good soldiers and whatever Tiger says goes and I think I think it's going to work out beautifully except for right. Reed. Except for Patrick Reed, but uh, I think you had to know about that when uh, when you picked him. Okay, so we, we talked about the guys that are on the team. We should probably spend a, a minute or two on – I don't want to call them snubs because this team is – it's incredibly talented. It's incredibly deep. Everyone was deserving. Um, you know, the, the first – it seems like the first guy out and barring Brooks's – uh, health situation might end up making the team anyway, but it feels like the first guy out was Ricky Fowler, who, you know, it is going to be a little weird. Um, we don't have, uh, we, we've got a team USA event with no Phil Mickelson, no Jordan Spieth, no Ricky Fowler. How do we feel about it? Yeah, it is weird, man. I, I think the Spieth thing for me is, um, I don't know, Spieth and Fowler. I mean, those are just two guys. Spieth is like, and Phil has talked about this. Phil has said, like, look, Spieth's the guy for the next 20 years. Right. And you're like, well, are you, are you, are we sure about that? Because <laughs> that's not how it's. Doesn't look that way. Yeah, that's not how it's going. And and so that's why, like, the no laying up tweet, I, I get where he's coming from of, like, if this is true, if what Phil said is true, and also if the U.S. is going to win no matter what, do you just take Spieth because you think he's, like, the guy in that room for the next 20 years? And and I understand, like, that you, you can't. Like, he's playing that badly that you can't really right. do that. But I do sort of understand that position of it. I mean, to me, the, the real, like, story that this tells is just that there's so many guys that like, like if you're the international team, you can do that, right? That's a little bit of what they did with Jason Day, um, because because you don't have that firepower. But with the U.S. team, it's like, what what am I going to do? Leave the U.S. Open champion off? Leave uh, yeah. the number six player in the world off? It's just, it, it's different. And it, I, I think Fowler and Spieth not being there speaks less about them and more to just how loaded the U.S. is right now. Yeah, wait, wait till the Olympics when they play for what four spots and and yeah. that's all it's going to be like. This is like you think it's you think it's tough getting out of twelve. Try to get down to four. Yeah, totally. I I'm looking up the Olympic. Well, I guess it's just the uh, it's just the World Golf T Rankings, right? I think they just use the World Golf Rankings, and then I don't know I so, don't know what the cutoff ends up being on that. So top four, it would be Kepka, DJ, JT, and Cantlay. Tiger would be Tiger would not be in the Olympics right now. It's unbelievable. There would it's be unbelievable. there would be there would be a revolt. <laughs> Yeah, they they would change the rules to get to five, six, eight, whatever it is that he, whatever his own world ranking is at the moment. That's what we'd expand this to. Um, okay, and then I, I mean, really, the only other guy that I thought um, could have been a very interesting pick would have been like someone like Kisner, who obviously goes out yeah. and wins uh, the match play. I thought that would have been kind of cool, kind of interesting. He had, you know, obviously the recent resume, but. Um, you know, to, to your point, this is, there's so many good guys to choose from. You could have filled out a roster of probably 30 or 32, but Fowler, I think would have been fine and still might make the team Kisner. Anybody else we're missing here? No, Kisner's the guy for me. I, uh, 
man, I, I kind of want him to be on the Ryder Cup team next year. I just think he's nasty. I think he is just he is nasty. just. I think he's sick. Um, I'm trying to remember when was so Whistling Straits PGA was there in uh, what 15. Uh, so that he got cut sounds. at the he got cut at the 15 PGA. That, that's a tough, you know, that's a tough. That's going to be a tough deal for him because Whistling Straits is such a big park, and uh, yeah. I don't know. I just I want to see him in this format. Uh, like at the right at, at a Ryder Cup, I think he would thrive. You can't take him for this. I get it, but uh, I hope he plays his way into that team next year. Yeah, that'd be really cool. All right, so that's the uh, that's the U.S. team, and now that we know it, I don't think anything has changed from the overall outlook of this. The U.S. team on paper uh, heavily favored over the international squad. Um, we will find out in f- I think it's five weeks and one day this is going to get started. But Kyle, any closing thoughts after now two days of cap uh, you know captain's pick reveals that uh, we should put a bow on? No, I don't think so. I think the I think the two big points that we hit on are true. The rookies on the on the uh, international team side that's gonna be that's gonna be tough, yeah. and uh, it could go one of two ways. And then the travel on the U.S. side, I think, I I I don't know. Maybe it'll get talked about too much. Maybe we're overrating it, but I think that'll be a real thing coming off the hero. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about it. I'm expecting a blowout, but uh, I also wouldn't be totally surprised if it was a little bit closer than we think i hope so i hope so and we'll find out i think like i said five weeks and one day kyle always a great time to jump on and chat with you i'm sure we'll do it again soon absolutely rick talk soon